Thank you for listening to On The Lift Podcast, a Runaway Dumpster production. Live from Greenwater Studios, this is On The Lift Podcast, your weekly show that is ultimately about skiing. This is the show that ducks the rope, earns some turns, dances in ski boots, poaches hot tubs, closes the bar, and still makes it on the first chair. Here's your hosts, two dudes who rip the pow, shred the gnar, and tell the tales, Lance Hester and Michael Gore. So if you're new to On The Lift Podcast, thanks for joining us. We try to cover everything about skiing, where to ski, how to pay for it, uh, what kind of gear you should use. Um, and also, we like to share some stories from our many years of skiing. So thanks for listening, and uh, we hope you enjoy the show. Visit us at ontheliftpodcast.com, where you can listen to back episodes of the podcast. You'll also find show notes, a feedback box, and our call-in number. Right, and we're on the lift, Michael. We are on the lift, and we are headed to the top of Mount Ski Movie today. Mount Media. Mount Media, exactly. Right. What? This what, is. I'm excited to talk about this stuff. Th- this is a fun one because I mean, we talked a lot about gear. We've talked a lot about logistical stuff for skiing, but this is just like, what do you do to get yourself stoked for the season? What are the rituals that uh, start right. to happen in the fall? And you um, can kind of you can kind of dig back into emotions you felt in previous ski seasons, getting excited about that ski season. And it's it's so fun to like look at some of the media from like old like I know you've got at, at your at your place you've got a bunch of old powder magazines I that do. are so much fun to go through, um, way back and then also VHS cassettes of old ski movies. It's and, just and, hard to find something to play them in anymore. <laughs> that's true. What are yeah. these giant? What is, what is this physical media? Yeah. So um, the great thing is through YouTube you can find some of the best clips from some of these movies. Uh, they're available in a lot of. Uh, of venues on or places online so yeah you can go back to mention youtube yeah right you can go back and kind of relive some of those moments but like we want to do this episode where we talked about what were some of our like formative ski movies like when we were going to blockbuster and checking out or or, you know the grocery store before blockbuster that's right and checking out a video um and i know for me it was this was in the mid 80s and it was a warren miller movie um called beyond the edge Oh, good movie. Good movie. But this was kind of like, this isn't one of those like really well-known movies from the 80s, you know, Blizzard of Oz or Maltese Flamingo or any of those like Greg Stump, you know, movies. This this was just, you know, it was a Warren Miller movie, but I had it. I had access to it. I had a copy of it. And I happened to have a VCR that I I just about wore that out. And what uh, enthralled me about it was Scott Schmidt watching those jump turns. Watching how dramatic they made those cliff drops look. Oh yeah, with that the extreme jacket. I mean, they were. That yeah. was send back in the day. That was send on two twenties. Yeah. With rear entry boots, which, by the way, I sent you a picture, and I'll post it on our website. Do it. Yeah. Those, those Solomon. Great. What were they? The SX. I don't I know, but they were like bright. Those, <laughs> they were bright blue and yellow rear entry Solomon yeah. boots. That I feel bad for the pros that had to ride those because I'm sure Solomon's just like here. This here's, is what we want the here's a wheelbarrow of cash. Yeah. <laughs> Wear it and smile. Win on Sunday. You can put on Monday. your own boots when the film's yeah. off. 
Yeah. So, so I, I remember I texted you the picture and I'm like, I got to avoid, I have to restrain myself from buying stuff like this <laughs> purely for its historical for significance. Because I already have a garage full of, yes. of skis. But uh, yeah, well, uh, Warren Miller, Beyond the Edge, seeing, you know, it's got the pond skimming and, and you know, all this stuff, people falling off chairlifts and the bloopers oh, and, and, you know, all of that that keeps even non-skiers entertained. But just the sheer, like, seeing that spark of what free skiing was to become of That's Scott true. Schmidt. That was a transitional era yeah absolutely jumping cliffs and uh you know nothing more iconic than that yellow gray and black north face there's nothing more iconic than that yeah incidentally that whole getup is not waterproof so not the best (laughs) selection for the northwest not for uh, around here well what's what's great about these ski movies and uh, the timing i mean you're not going to see these things roll out until october november but it's on the heels like I expect any day now my first issue of powder to mm-hmm. arrive, and it's August. But mm-hmm. what great timing, along with our conversation last episode about the Labor Day sales. You know, so it's Labor Day sale, brand new magazines coming out, and then next step is these movies. Typically, for most people, it's been a Warren Miller movie coming sure. to the theater near them on their tour. And there's some other great production companies now that – are a little more edgy and and actually I guess uh, uh, have come around since the time you're talking about since the 80s. But but it's still great good to see stuff. like full length ski movies and and having the um, having the discipline now to sit through a full length anything when you can really access the best parts of these movies online on yeah. YouTube. Um, it kind of seems like these edits for these ski movies go viral and it's like oh yeah. check out Candide, um, you know do and those are amazing videos and the the sport has progressed to an amazing level but there's something so cool about sitting down and and watching you know segment after segment and and location after location and then the other thing that gets me um excited about ski movies is i know that's what i'm going to be listening to all winter long yeah like they the references yeah yeah and i think about in the late 90s like teton gravity research like they're the way they made their soundtracks i mean I still listen to a lot of those songs yeah. from, from back in the day. I do so. too. A lot of Sublime and yeah, and and some just crazy rap that hadn't made the airways yet. And, well, then yeah. I was listening to an interview with uh, the guys from Blink One Eighty Two and talk about their influences and a lot of the music that they were influenced by came from these skate videos that happened. Oh yeah, in the 80s. yeah. So that makes sense. there's kind of a tradition of these action sport movies. Nothing goes together like watching people do awesome things and good music. To good music, yeah. So that's the well, kind of what you get out of the ski movie. That's what you get out of the, you know, reading the the magazines, seeing the pictures. I mean, it's just it all promotes, you know. It does, and it's a season. blast watching it, even in your own home or whatever. But we're hoping that our listeners. Buy tickets. Go see the Warren Miller movie. Go see the Matchsticks movie. Go see the TGR movie that's coming up. You're going to have to do your research to find where they are because you get the the uh, uh, the break in the middle of the movie, the intermission, and the, the drawings for all the swag, and you have a few vendors there who are product reps and that sort of stuff and fun little games. So it just really adds to the soul of the sport, and it really gives you a chance to get – Excited for the season. That's right. That's what we're talking about. It's One more preseason big ritual. anticipation thing. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, when I think back to ski movies, the one that I just can't quit watching that's worn out in my VCR and I finally bought it on a DVD is uh, License to Thrill. Back in the Greg Stump era, he was the first guy to kind of step out of the, the Warren Miller, you know, um, uh, 
cookie cutter and, and kind of do things a little more edgy, put microphones on skiers and listen to them grunt and groan coming down the steep stuff and have Glenn Plake, you know, talking kind of edgy language mm-hmm. and Scott Schmidt, you know, from different angles than what you're used to seeing them. 40 pound helmet camera. That's <laughs> And then when he pulls it off, the big mohawk pops up. Yeah. Uh, and that's not Scott Schmidt, that's Plake. Uh, but yeah, those those are some times that were pretty formative in my ski years, also because they were you know late '80s, early '90s. Um, Blizzard of Oz, what a classic! Mm-hmm. I mean, then they they take this Rebel Plake and they kind of center their whole their whole theme of the whole movie around this this Rebel Plake who's skiing with these other guys that are much more known than him before that movie came out. Although he was on one the year before a little bit too. But um, License to Thrill, you know, they show Plake getting. At the, at the intro to the movie and he's talking about his vision for it all centering around a cop pulling him over you know and then they just go into some <laughs> of the most amazing ski footage that ever been seen at that point in time now don't you have all of these in a box set well costco DVD? was offering them not yeah. too long ago maybe they'll offer them again this year but it was um not just stump movies it was okay. in, it was in cost or whoever was packaging them their opinion on what the best like 10 ski films were of, yeah like, i remember ever. a couple evenings one of these seasons kind of going through those all and our favorite character was of course rasta stevie rasta stevie now what yes. do we remember what movie that was from i'm pretty sure it was uh, blizzard of oz okay all right and i i read like a where is he now thing about that guy and uh uh, Ross and Stevie, if you're out there, we'd love to have you uh, on on the oh, list. Oh, we would. Oh my gosh. Get a hold of us at Twitter um, if you'd like to do a follow up interview. But uh, yeah, that was his take on what was going on in um, in his little community and, and these developers <laughs> yeah. coming in and and you know hosting their fancy dinner parties and and not wanting to know what a uh, yeah he was what from a, what, a, what a hardcore white guy with dreadlocks felt okay. about uh, overdevelopment of uh, telluride he was yeah. trying to he was trying to become mayor that's right and and he said the um uh, the babylonian the, the, party, ba- the babylonian the babylonian the party babylonian defeated him by just a couple of votes <laughs> yeah, because they didn't want a, a rastaman at their fancy uh, dinner parties yeah, that, say. That, and you know well i guess mike what that means is we need to um get people psyched up for this year's round of movies um I always go to the Warren Miller movie. I love going to the Warren Miller movie. I, you know, usually shows a couple nights and two showings a night here in Tacoma. Um, this year's movie, it's the tour kicks off on October 12th. I'm not sure where, but it kicks off on October 12th. It's called The Face of Winter, and uh, you can find more out more about that um, on SkiNet.com, which is the Warren Miller Entertainment. Uh, that's their their website. And it'll you know give you the dates of the places that are closest to you in your ski world. And certainly, I mean, if, if you're ever gonna check out a Warren Miller movie, this is the year to do it. I mean, we lost Warren Miller last season, yeah, and I I remember getting choked up when I heard the news because that he was very formative in any skier's life. Um, so definitely get out there, um, you know, honor Warren, <laughs> see honor that movie Warren because his movie. do it yeah. this year because if you don't, you'll be another year older <laughs> when you do. <laughs> So Excellent definitely uh, right. get out there and and see that. Um, the kind of, something that's kind of cool is is Warren Miller has continued to be very prolific in gr- making great ski movies, and that's kind of a, a genre that you can take, maybe even a non skier too, just because they're so well done. Yeah, and they're fun, and they're fun, they're fun, they're entertaining. Um, some of the movies that started to happen like in the late '90s, uh, 
you know, as kind of a more hardcore skier, it, it's it's really cool to see just like, okay, we've gone from a close-up on someone doing powder eights to now, let's back up, let's shoot from a helicopter, and let's watch this guy make three turns down some unskied peak in Valdez, and that's just, you know, yeah, launch a whole new Three 3,000 vertical, yeah. Yeah, and it's just the, the – we don't have to explain how skiing has, has progressed um, yeah, exponentially. Really so that launched a lot of new production companies. Um, some of them have been around for a long time, and some of them, you know, we're, we're getting newer and new players, yeah. newer and newer players in the game every day. And, you know, the, the great thing about having multiple players in the ski film world now is, is um, there's variety. You know, you can see it on, on, uh, on video. You can see it in the theaters if they're coming on a tour near you. And we're really looking forward, Mike, to announcing the names and the, the titles of the rest of the films that are going to be coming up real soon here. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of those guys are still having a lot of fun, you know, wrapping up uh, post-production on their yeah. movies. And we'll start to see the posters come out and we'll start to see announcements on social media for, you know, what these various studios have to offer for the 2018-2019 uh, season. And we're going to do our best to watch these movies and maybe do a little Rotten Tomatoes and That's give, our, right. give and, our take on them. And, you know, you listeners remember, as we keep saying, this is your podcast too. And if you have any history in working in the, in the with any of these production companies or on the set or set and the mountains working through any of these things, filming or post-production or whatever, we would love to hear from you and talk to you and maybe even get you on one of these episodes and tell us about that life. So we're excited to hear about, you know, what the ski movies are going to be this season, where you can catch them, um, and we'll, we'll definitely bring you all the news related to that. So yeah, we'll be on our website when they are announced. For those of you who are new to our podcast, well, we really hope you'll go back and listen to our previous episodes. And what you're going to find is that we're a very simple concept. We're here to offer you something informative about skiing and ski culture and ski life, whether you're you're, you know, we're just skiing enthusiasts and we have been doing this forever and we're hoping that we can give you some tips and give you some information that's fun to listen to. The other thing that we do on every episode is we offer you something fun. It's usually a funny story. It's usually one of our friends or someone that we know of or one of our call, someone who's called in and left us a message about something that they want to share. So please call in and share those great skiing stories with us. This is about a whole culture, not just about a little sport. And uh, we're going to keep this thing rolling, and we're so grateful for all of your enthusiastic, uh, for all you enthusiastic listeners that have uh, helped us kick the show off. We're going to round out our episode today with a great ski story, but first, a word from our sponsor. The On The Lift podcast is brought to you in part by Radio Parties. Nobody knows how to party any heartier than Shushin boomers like you, right? So if you're planning a preseason party, a mid-season party, a post-season party, a birthday party, holiday party, company party, a just-because party, well, you get the idea. We have the perfect party music choice. It's our traveling, high-energy, fun-loving DJs. They have a great way of making any party huge. Call Radio Parties. 800-954-3535, 800-954-DJ-DJ, or email me directly at ric at radioparties.com. And welcome back. Well, as uh, we promise you in every episode, we try to do something that uh, we won't quite call it comedy, but we hope it's uh, somewhat entertaining and might make you chuckle a little bit. Um, we certainly like to crack ourselves up, but this is this is a great story. 
Um, Lance captured this interview. It was kind of a long distance. Uh, we, did, we did it over Skype, so forgive the audio quality. Um, it came out pretty good. Uh, you'll yeah. be able to hear what's going on. He's one of our favorite storytellers. And this is one of our favorite storytellers, Tony, and uh, talking about a great night at the um, infamous Natchez Tavern in Greenwater, Washington. So without further ado, here's Lance and Tony. So uh, tell us your name. I'm Tony Payson. Tony, all right. Tony, where are you calling from? I am calling from the fabulous city of Gig Harbor. All right, and that's because we're buddies, right? Yes, we are. All we're right. Currently lowlanders. That's right. We're lowlanders. It's not snowing yet, but part of what we're doing here is motivating people to get up to the mountains when it does start snowing. And, you know, maybe by the time they hear this, there'll be a foot of snow. You never know. So, Tony... Um, <laughs> I was. I know we were talking, and I hearkened back to a time a couple of years ago when we went up to the mountain for at least one night, maybe two, and uh, and we found ourselves in the Natchez Tavern. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> the, so the, place um, of the infamous, uh, what is it, the leg wrestling? <laughs> there, there has I have witnessed Indian leg wrestling there. Um, so, so Tony, um, can you? I did not describe... participate in that. <laughs> can you can you describe like where this Natchez Tavern is located? Natchez Tavern is in beautiful Greenwater, Washington. Okay, Halfway Greenwater. Go ahead. Is it near anything? No. <laughs> Period. <laughs> how how like, far do you think it is from Crystal Mountain? Uh, half hour, twenty minutes. Okay, how far is it from the next town, the other direction, Enumclaw? Enumclaw, that would be a good half hour, 40 minutes, I would say. Yeah, no, half think, hour, yeah. Yeah. 40 minutes. I'm thinking like 20 miles either direction. It's kind of split between the two. Yeah. All right, so so um, I'm going to let you tell the story. What we're, We go up there on a Friday or Saturday night. I'm sure we probably had dinner in, in Enumclaw. And, you know, there's you know you can only uh, watch the news so many times. So it's time to go up to the Natchez Tavern, a short walk from where we were staying, and, and take it from there. So, uh, yeah, we're probably in there, well, I know we're playing pool with a pocket full of quarters. <laughs> no, I'm not just happy to see you, I got a pocket full of quarters. <laughs> so, we're laying those down on the playing pool and all that kind of good stuff, and there's a, there's two pool tables in the tavern, It's kind of off to the side of the actual bar and the front door area. There's a yeah. good 18 inches between the two tables, too. <laughs> yeah, you cannot take a shot in be with two people playing the two tables in between. That's right. That would be a moon landing. So, anyway, <laughs> so Anthony and that, there's just this guy named Anthony. I don't know. We When you're playing pool and that, you kind of start chatting other people up and that. So, this dude, Anthony... <laughs> is a lifty from Crystal Mountain. So, snowboarder, oh, what, 22, 23 maybe? Maybe. maybe. Tops. <laughs> uh, total snowboarder bum. That's, you know, kind of that. So, I don't I don't even, do you know what time it was that we were up there? Oh, I don't think we even showed up till about 10 or 11. Yeah, so, anyways, and what time the, the lifts close at what, 4? Yeah. So I bet you anything, Anthony was there at the Nat Cheese <laughs> as soon as he got off work. So what is that? Maybe five tops. So he's down, down there uh, 
self-medicating, I would say. <laughs> yeah, he might have self-medicated between the two also. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> so so we're all playing pool on that, and everybody's drinking and that, carrying on. And I think uh, we're throwing money in a jukebox. we got a jukebox on, and I know you <laughs> like to end up playing that thing. That's so right. I don't know. Something ended up... I don't know. We're just, I don't know, playing pool. Well, what about, um, if I remember right, wasn't Anthony still wearing his ski boots? (laughs) Yes, he he was wearing his snowboard boots and... Snowboard, that's right, he's a boarder. And uh, his pants, his uh, what? His ski pants. pants. Yeah, right. Overalls at that. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So, the music is going, we're all kind of kicking it, just having a good time, and then... I just kind of glanced around the room because it wasn't my shot and that. And next thing I know, I'm I see Anthony over in the corner with, by the front door with the uh, coat rack, <laughs> dan- dancing with the coat rack throughout the <laughs> throughout the bar. So. <laughs> and so, well, what what I remember about that is, is you pointed that out to me, and you and I are cracking up. <laughs> but we look around the bar and like. No one else seems to even <laughs> find it interesting. They thought it was normal behavior. <laughs> right, right, like just another night at the bar. <laughs> so, so, I don't know. He, he swayed around, did a couple pirouettes or twists or whatever with that thing. But, oh. It, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony uh, is a character. Well, the other yeah. thing I remember about that Anthony guy is when we first met him, when he like I don't know I don't think he had any quarters I think we paid for every game and not only because he was probably beating us but um, but at any rate he uh, he remember he said he was going to he was he was headed to Puyallup I mean that's another twenty miles past or at least ten miles past Enumclaw so he, he had in his head his belief that he was going to be sleeping in Puyallup that night yeah <laughs> he, he was he was, heading, he was trying to get I don't away. Know. I don't know if he was heading to Enumclaw or Puyallup, but he was not staying in Greenwater that night. And then At least he had, he had no get... plans to. <laughs> and then he had <laughs> – there was no chick that was going to pick him up either. That's for sure. So, <laughs> so but uh, he was uh, going to spend the night – so drive down, what, another half hour or whatever? Yeah. But he didn't he have was, a car. He, he, was he, gonna, he said he would just get a ride from someone. <laughs> he was three sheets of the wind. And then yeah. he had to be at work again. I think he had to leave at like two o'clock in the morning. I think he had to be up at work at either five or six in the morning. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. So, so it just sort of seemed that by midnight he had an unrealistic expectation of commuting another distance from the mountain, getting some sleep, maybe even actually taking off those snowboard boots and then returning. <laughs> and when he said he was going to Enumclaw, he didn't even have a place where he told us he was going. Like he didn't say, "Oh, I live there. I'm staying there" or something. So. <laughs> <laughs> All I just remember is that I have it totally pictured in my mind of him just dancing around with that coat rack. Coat rack. Like, what <laughs> is Anthony doing? <laughs> so. Well, Tony, that's an awesome story. And uh, I know you've got tons more, and we will certainly be reaching back to you for more colorful stories. And, uh, this has been Tony. He's one of my favorite people to ski with, and same with Michael. So, uh, anyhow, Tony, thanks again, bud. Not a problem. Thanks for having me on. All right. We'll talk soon. 
Take it easy. All right. Introduce yourself. Share your show ideas and give us a call at 253-260-4577. Again, 253-260-4577. Well, it's time to offload the final chair and end this episode of On The List Podcast. Bar up, tips up, sweep that hill, and see you next week.